Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to the Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 485. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football tonight, Canadian football. And yes, we're going to have football. It's kind of exciting. Uh, we're looking at things that are happening. Like, we, seriously, things are happening in the league. N- not at the particular moment, but the anticipation is there. The schedule's been released. The fact that we're going to have a season is released. The signing of players, uh, all sorts of things that are happening. Coaches leaving, doing whatever coaches do. Uh, it's it's exciting. We're actually able to talk about football tonight. That we're we're usually the last what month we've been scratching and clawing trying to find subjects that we can talk about. Uh, we don't even have to talk about COVID tonight. Yes, we will because Regina's are Regina's an idiot. Okay, uh, the, the the people in Saskatchewan are idiots, uh, but we knew that. So you know, hey, let's move on. Um, so yes, uh, we get to talk football, and it's pretty exciting. In fact, you know, before the show starts, we have. Uh, a 15-minute window in which that I'm allowed to just call out to the panelists and get them in line, and I got the everybody jumped on right away and gave me their phone numbers. We phoned them, got in. We're talking football back and forth, and all of a sudden the show started. We were like still talking football stuff off the air. Will was kind of quiet, so I don't really know what happened to him. So maybe he's not quite as excited, or or he's just dumbstruck because he, he, there's actually going to be football, which is possible because, you know, dumpster, yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to insult Will right now. Um, I could. No, I won't. Okay. Um, so what are we going to do? We're going to talk about football. It, 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 it's awesome, awesome football. Um, yeah, we are going to have a football season. I, yes, I know. I, I said I honestly did not believe that there would be a football season this year, and I made that prediction a long time ago. In fact, a year ago, year and a half ago, I made a prediction that says we'll be lucky if we have football in 2021. Well, I guess we are lucky because we're getting a truncated season. It's going to be 14 games starting August the 5th with a Grey Cup. I believe it's December 15th in Hamilton. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. Everybody's working towards get their goals, get that going. The schedule's been released. We all know what the schedule is. Everybody fucking hates it. Um, but it's what happens. We're going to talk about that. It's definitely part of a, a – the meeting, the, the, the whole thing that we're going to go on to. So um, let's get around to the predictions, or, or oh, sorry, let's open up the phone lines and get the panel in, introduce them. I can't just start talking about football. I can't start talking about them when they're not on board. Uh, Mark, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, good to be on for a change. Kind of nice. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I guess hockey's over, days. right? Yeah, well, for Winnipeg it is. Uh, got away for a couple of days, so that was awesome. I know how much Will loves the camp, so he'll get it. It's always yeah, good man. to get out into the bush. Go hang out with the birds and the bees and smoke some pot. Is That's basically what you're talking about, right? Yeah, smoke some pot, eat a lot of cookies, gummies. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah. Get yourself in another dimension. It depends how busy the campground is. If it's super busy, then there's no smoking of pot. It's just the gummies, so I don't get the trouble. 
Wow. Federal parks are. Well, yeah, no, no big. In a federal park. Nope. Okay. Charles, how you doing, bud? Are you there? I'm here, camping, paying a lot of money to live like a homeless person. How is everybody? I, I shouldn't say anything because I'm going camping next month, so I'm I, not going to say anything. It's actually I fun. I totally agree with you. My 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 idea of camping or roughing it is the Sheraton because that's about as low end of a hotel that okay. I will stay at. Okay, so that's uh, really actually, like slumming it. Yeah. I don't mind uh, camping. I'm only kidding. I'm actually going camping next month, but I just kind of find that funny. I got to tell you, I'm already excited for like seven weeks from now. I know it's a ways away, but seven weeks from now – to do predictions on a football game that is actually going to be played. It's not just Sparky rolling the dice. There's actually going to be guys on a field throwing a ball. Well, that's been over that's two fun. years. That's going to be two I years. I know. Yes, yeah, so it's, that's why I said I'm waiting for seven weeks because the start, season starts in about seven weeks, so seven weeks from now. So we're not going to have to be predicting on a, uh, a dice. It's actually going to be teams playing, which is fun. And it's a nice sunny day here on I'm out on my patio as usual, so that's also fun. We're going to have to handicap. Are we going to handicap them any differently or kind of do the same thing? Because I like that. I mean, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Maybe we'll but, yeah, we don't have to do the dice. Something like that. Kind of make Sparky's job a little bit easier. We're going to have to cut his mm-hmm. pay. Yep. It's not working as hard. William, welcome to the show, Mr. Silent One. I was just letting you guys talk because I know how much you like to talk. I was going to make a, a few corrections. Um, Grey Cup is December 12th, not okay. the 15th. Yeah, it was Correct. somewhere in that week. The Wednesday. Um, yes, I used to camp before I had money. Um, <laughs> sorry, just saying. Okay. Um, exactly, I agree with you. I had a tent at one time in my and, life. And I am I am much like Christopher Jones. Um, I would rather stay at the Palazzo in Las Vegas exactly. and smoke a cigar in the casino than go camping. Sorry, just saying. Not this um, week. I'm it's not like, 15, you, I, uh, like I, 115 I degrees. I didn't realize until last Saturday how much I actually have missed football. I got up at seven o'clock Saturday morning and I watched the 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 spring the league stock no the Stockholm Mean Machine oh, play did the you? Carlsberg Crusaders. Yes, sir, I did. Huh. Yes. And my yeah, they, my buddy Tom Hubchek's son Brett started yeah. at quarterback and they won the game. So and it was actually quite an enjoyable game. It wasn't so, it was, did did you notice that the Mean Machines quarterback, you, or the yes. the Crusaders quarterback, used to be the Mean Machines quarterback, and the Mean Machine lost to the Crusaders for the uh, the the country national finals last year, and he changed jerseys this yes. year and went to the the higher ranked team, and then uh, yes. your 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 kid comes in there and. Fucking cleans his clock. I love it. Yeah, he was, it was a balance, well-balanced game. And apparently they get a lot of people at these games, but this was a COVID crowd. So, um, And I, I didn't realize how much I actually missed 
football until I watch that game. And I want more and more and more. And I'm probably going to get up this Saturday morning and watch the mean machine once again play whenever they play. And it'll be good until the CFL comes around. So where do you watch these games? Do you, like, stream them online? Is that where you watch them? Or is it on? Yeah, I watch it, where I do you watch find it, it on my computer. I watch it on my computer okay. in my TV room. And actually, the graph, right. it, was, it was actually not a bad feed either. Huh. So, I just sent you guys I a, mean, a, the, uh, a, a link. To the American Football International, I told you that about that organization that Roger Kelly runs, and yeah. this was yeah. the article that he wrote about the Stockholm Meme Machine and Carl uh, Stad Crusaders game, and about uh, oh, okay. Huntak uh, just whooping his ass. So yeah, it was a pretty yeah, good article. Um, and... Go ahead, Will. It's uh, it was like I said, it was competitive football. It was quite good. They had a running nice. game. They had receivers. They had everything. Okay. Awesome. All they needed was they a couple of ugly guys dressed in green sweaters, and it would feel like the CFL. So, just saying. You can actually find highlights yeah, of them, too, I, online as well. On yeah, YouTube. I, I, I've actually missed football. I didn't realize it until last week. I've actually missed football a lot. And I'm starting to get excited about... I, I'm starting to be cautiously optimistic about August 7th, okay, where the Calgary Stampeders are going to get their asses kicked by the veteran-laden Toronto Argonauts. So we shall, we shall <laughs> see. We shall see, okay? Yeah, uh, see. Ryan Dinwiddie is just a power, building a powerhouse over there. <laughs> That'll be that game will be very intense. I'm telling you because there's too many there's too many relationships there. So so it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I got it penciled into my into my thing. And you know what? Another a number of things have opened open in Calgary. My gym opens this Friday. Thank God. Um, I actually. I actually went out for lunch today with uh, with one of my suppliers for the first time in I don't know ten months. So that was interesting as well. So things are starting to change a little bit, and it's summer, so it's great. Awesome. You know what I mean? Awesome. Well, I do. I do. It's it's almost yeah. summer. It's getting there. Um, we, we, we have a wildfire up on the mountain here, not, not on my mountain, but one, not that far away. I can see it from town. Uh, a semi rolled over, caught fire and lit the mountain on fire. So we're, we're starting wildfire season. That's for sure. Oh yes. And my big brother, Rick McDonald is coming to see me next week in Calgary. And I'm Uh actually going to take, I'm actually going to take four days off. Oh, which is not something I do very often. So that's the one wow. from Abbott that lives in Abbotsford here, right? Yes, sir. That is correct. Cool. Speaking of camping, he's going camping to Banff and Lake Louise for three days before he comes and sees me. And then I guess he'll probably stop at my house so he can take a shower. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. He hasn't. He hasn't gone camping in like forty years. I have no idea why he wants to go camping. 
But it's one of those near-death experiences, right? And, and, and people just, like, have to go off and do know, shit that they really wanted to do, right? And that's kind of what it is. I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. So, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, let's go forth let's and conquer football. here and talk yeah. football. Quickly okay? before... Quickly before we get started, I just want to let you know there's going, there might be a period here where I might have to leave for about 10 minutes. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll message online, but uh, it'll, I'll only be gone for a short time. But there's something just I have to Just make sure you mute your of, mic, so. okay? That's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll mute my mic. Okay, because I don't want to listen to whatever happens in the house. No offense. I'm, the, I'm on the deck. There ain't much in happening. Okay. Okay, so we had two games this week. That we had the finals, the Western finals, the Eastern finals. The Eastern finals always start first, 9 o'clock Sunday morning. And that was the Montreal Alouettes were hosting the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ooh, big game. Where did Hamilton go? Oh, they didn't make the playoffs. Okay, so the handicap was five points for, uh, off of Ottawa Red Blacks because... Uh, they're the visiting team. And the final score was 32 minus 5 for 27 for the Ottawa Red Blacks and Montreal Alouettes, a 51. So the 51 is greater than the 27. So Montreal will advance to the Grey Cup. Uh, across the board, Charles, you picked Ottawa. Will, you had Montreal. Mark, you had Montreal. And CJ had Ottawa. So Will and Mark pick up a pair of points for that one. Uh, in the second game, uh, the Western Finals, uh, we had the Edmonton Elks. I really have a problem saying that, okay? So I'm just going to call them the Eskimos. Uh, the Edmonton Eskimos were hosting, no, traveled to Regina, to Mosaic Stadium, to play in the danger zone and uh, played the Rough Riders, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And uh, Edmonton was the minus five. They rolled a 52 points with minus five for 47. And Saskatchewan could not get any fucking lower. They rolled snake eyes for 11 points. Damn, wish they had a handicap because they would have been under 10. Um, so they end up with 11 points, and their season is over. They're gone golfing. Actually, I don't think you can golf in Saskatchewan. Some people tell me that you can, but I really don't think so. I've never really seen any good grass over there. So the final score was the Edmonton Eskimos 47, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 11. Uh, we now have a setup for the draft. We will have the Edmonton Eskimos playing the Montreal Alouettes. Next week, Sparky will give us the grand winner of this noble stadium, noble event. Sorry, not stadium. Uh, okay, so anyhow, Charles, you took Edmonton. Will was a, a pass. That was a hard pass. Uh, Mark <laughs> took Saskatchewan. CK took Edmonton for two points for Jay, two points for Charles. Will, on a pass, you get zero no matter what. And Mark, you got zero too, as well. Not two, as well. Uh, so everybody got two points this week straight across. So standing still stand. As Mark in the lead with six, Will at four, Charles at four, CJ with two. So I want to just make a point here that CJ with only two points, even no matter what happens in the Grey Cup, it's impossible for him to even tie with Mark. So 
unless we're giving huge amounts of points for the Grey Cup, picking the Grey Cup, and I don't think so because we're probably all going to pick the same team, except, Will. I know he's going to take Montreal. Uh, CJ's going to take the Edmonton, uh, whatever the fuck they are. Oh, what, what was the thing that they said the other uh, – what did I post on the thing? It's the uh, the Alcoholics. The Edmonton Alcoholics. <laughs> Actually, I can get behind that name. I like that one. Okay, so the Edmonton Alcoholics uh, are going to play the Montreal Alouettes for the Grey Cup. That should and, be their uh, fan club. <sighs> oh, it's, it's absolutely perfect. Actually, you could have – Rhonda's a poster child of it, so it would just be perfect for her. <laughs> okay. Did, did you I say, say that, that out loud? Did you just say that? <laughs> I think I did. Oh, my God. Definitely you're supposed to think that, not actually say it. Did, did you guys whatever. hear that? Did you hear it? Oh, yeah. I, I apologize. So. Rhonda, I, Rhonda, I apologize. Have another drink. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're really broken up about it. <laughs> okay, so um, what we need to do, we need pick the Grey Cup game, the Grey Cup game, and we have the uh, Edmonton Alcoholics, Edmonton, <laughs> and the uh, home team, or it's going to be the, oh, we don't know who the home team is. Who is the home team? It's in, so do we not give any handicap for this one? It's just a straight up game? I think that's what we've all did before. You you guys good with that? No handicap, just pick a pick yep. a team, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, I sure. think so. Okay, I'm all over this. We have the Edmonton Alcoholics and the Montreal Alouettes. Charles, who are you picking? Well, I'm a West Coast guy or a Western guy, so I think I'm going to stick with the Western team and pick. The Edmonton Elk Eskimos, whatever you decide to call them this week. William, you taking the birdie? Growls. Growls. I could have predicted that. Yeah. I think anyone could have. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Marky, what are you going to do? I'm going to go with Charles on this. Um, I'm going to go with the Elks. And I'm going to take the Alcoholics. I like the name. You actually fucking like the name? I'm pretty sure that the logo's not bad, but the name sucks. It blows big time. I'll get used to the name, but I love that logo. Yeah, it's different. Pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. You know, Mark, at least once a week on this show, you remind me that you're from Winnipeg. <laughs> what, you don't like different helmets and stuff? You don't like the different designs on the helmets? Well, you know how Calgary has about fucking 14 ant, different helmets? Fucking, fucking, ant, fucking antlers on the helmet. Yeah, it's special. It looks, it looks like, more uh, like a polar bear or something. Then. Any different than guns Mark- on, on the helmet? What does that have to do Absolutely. with a stampede? Looks like it looks like it looks like a junior high school team. Sorry. <laughs> Will, Will, any logo looks better to Mark considering Winnipeg logo. Okay. Best logo in the league, there. buddy. Best logo oh, in the league. You fa- you actually found a va- a, a letter. 
It's not it's not, it's not like a letter W. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Fucking losers. Better than the statue has got some like things in their S. It's not creative with their S. You guys did not create it with your W. The W is way better than the lightning bolt with the football was. Yep, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know Stupid what? In all honesty, I think the Scooters had a better logo than Winnipeg. <laughs> okay, so that's a wrap. Sparky, you got that? Everybody took Edmonton except William. He's got Montreal. So... Will's either going to be tied with Mark, or should we make points for this game? Should we make a point game? I think we did last year, didn't we? Because it's important. Uh, I don't think it matters. I think we did. It's like a, it doesn't matter. Well, it is. If we made it a four-point game, Edmonton wins. Still a winner. If, if we don't make it for, if we keep with the two point, and Will actually wins the Grey Cup, he actually doesn't get to win. You cut out there. Yeah. Okay, he he doesn't actually get to win. So if he if Montreal wins the Grey Cup, Will doesn't actually get to win, and I think he should win because he picked Montreal. So I, I think we're going to get a four point game. All right, okay. that's fine. I mean, Mark's still going to beat you and me if, if Evan wins. So, okay. I'll this just console myself if the Bombers win the real Grey Cup again. Oh, God. Fuck. Yeah, twice in 30 years. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Three straight years of the Grey Cup champion. No, you're not. There was no Grey Cup champion last year. I didn't say two seasons. I said years. Yeah, we're talking about years. Last year, there was no champion. Okay. So who's the reigning Grey Cup champion right now? Mark, what happened during the war when there wasn't a game? <laughs> okay? Do you think the people were being idiots like the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans are right now? No, they, I don't think they were. Okay. So, you know, you just have to just accept the fact that you guys are fucking being putzes and just live with it. Yes, you are the defending breakup champion. Just accept that fact, okay? But not two years. You haven't got two years there. You do have 30 years of losses. We know that. That's just fact, right? Hey, so let's go. Oh, I can't put that away. Bring that back. Bring that back. I got something on the back of that. That's important. The CFL Board of Governors, they met Monday morning at 10 a.m., and they had a unanimous, unanimous decision to hold a 2021 truncated football season, okay? And it, it will start August the 5th. It will end on December 12th. And it will be a 14-game schedule. Actually, it's 16 weeks, but 14 games. There is two buys. Um, we'll talk about the schedule in a bit. Uh, are is anybody surprised by this? I'm not surprised at all, and I'm the one, the most 
vocal uh, skeptic about having a season this year. So I'm not disappointed. I'm not surprised by it or anything else. Uh, I figured that they would, they would have to do this. They need to do this. And it's now going to be up to the governments to allow them to play football uh, and make them the bad guys as opposed to the Board of Governors or the owners of the league to be the bad guys. Uh, what do you say about this, Will? What do you think? Are you, you, I know you're excited to see football. Um, are you surprised by the decision that the Board of Governors made? Are you surprised that it was unanimous considering how vocal uh, Montreal and Toronto ownership was about this season? No. I, you know what? I think this is all... This is all preordained. They have planned this all along. And, uh, yeah, I just think they planned it all along. It was This date was always meant to be. And uh, the Board of Governor thing was just news crap. And uh, that's it. Because most of them wanted to have a CFL season, so I guess they... I guess they influence the other guys somehow, some way. So all I care about is this football. That's yeah. it. That's all. Yeah, now I let's just... get around the. Uh, now let's get around the. We're not going to let people in the stadium unless unless they're vaccinated. Plan. Okay. Well, that that doesn't exist. You see. That doesn't exist. That's anyway. just a, a that's a, just a wet dream by Sparky. <laughs> I just—it's yeah. more than a wet dream by Sparky. What's that? What's that? It's more than a wet dream by Sparky because Miller was directly asked about that, and he said, "We are in discussions right now with Manitoba Health. We'll let you know more later on." So don't they be surprised. They can't do it. They can't do it. No. Whether they can't or not doesn't mean anything. You should know that. I. I don't believe they could do that legally. Okay, uh, I do believe that um, the health authorities of each province now hold the trump card as to whether or not we're playing football. And because they're the ones that will tell the league that it has to be fully vaccinated people in the stands. But they they can't do that, okay? They, they, it, that can't happen, okay? So regardless, they of just call it health restriction. That's how they're getting away with everything now. Is they just call it a health restriction? It's not a law. It's still going to cause issues. I, you know oh, what, you know, what I think? Court. That'll end up in court. Uh, oh, yeah, no, 100%. I think what they might, oh, yeah. But I think what they may end up doing, and I said this about a week ago, is they may end up doing like some of the uh, – we've seen quite a bit of down in the U.S., especially with Major League ba- Baseball, where they have restrictions on certain sections – where you have to have distancing, and then in other sections, they have what's called a vaccinated section, where if you're vaccinated, 
you can go into this section with uh, without restriction. I know several of the Major League Baseball teams, I know the Seattle Mariners did it, the Yankees did it, the Men- I did, a lot of teams did it, where you have a different one. Now, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I think that could be where you're heading because I think that they're going to look down to Major League Baseball, which has been having fans all along since the season started, and I think that might be where they take some of their um, – some of their guidance from. So I think that could be a possibility as well because they've seen it be put into play uh, already. That's a possibility. I I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying that could be where they could end up going. Interesting. I mean, I can't see how they're going to do it. I mean, well, well, there's precedents already. I don't care if there's discussions. There's discussions about all sorts of stupid things. Um, William, if this is or yeah. the Calgary Stampeders put restrictions on to get vaccinated to watch a CFL football game live, would you do it? I don't think it's legal. Would I, would I do what? Would you get vaccinated? To go see a football game? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm asking you an honest question. <laughs> no, sir, I would not do that. Not in a heartbeat. Um, not and, in a year. And as time goes on, okay. Now, now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite there as far as you are as far as vaccines go. Not quite there yet, but I'm getting there very, I'm getting there quickly. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do it for any reason. I've decided that. I'm pretty sure so, I'm not going to do it for any reason. So then, would you if stay I have at home? To, if I have to, I, I, I will sit at home and watch the football game. Would you challenge this in court? Um, 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 <laughs> don't, don't push me, Okay. <laughs> Yes, I'm I would. asking an odd question. I, I think I would. No, no, I would. I if I if I had a way, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would okay. do it in a heartbeat. So we we had a we had a discussion at work the other day, around the table, and it was how many people, how many people have been vaccinated around this table, and I looked at the person who asked the question and I said. Well, none of your fucking business, but I'm sure you know already that I'm not one of those guys. But it is none of your fucking business, really. Okay, what I choose to do with my health. Sorry. Okay, so here, here's a question I have for you, okay? And, and this is okay. for uh, – I, I know the answer for Charles. Mark, did you get vaccinated? I've had my first, uh, my second in three weeks. Okay. So I, my question is, okay, and I, I posed this to Sparky, and you guys probably all read this. This vaccine does not stop you from spreading it. It doesn't stop you from catching it. Do you agree? Yeah, you know that's this? what they're saying. You, you know this is yeah. fact, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. what they're saying. Uh, it, yeah. it will lessen that's your common knowledge. Just listen. Let, let me talk. It, it will lessen your symptoms. 
and it, it basically takes death off the table is what they, they're telling us, okay, is you're not going to die from this virus. Uh, you, you, you'll get sick. It, how sick you get, it, it depends on, on you personally, but the majority of the really, really bad symptoms are taken off the table by this vaccine, okay? That's awesome. 100% agree. And if you feel the need to do that, play at it. I'm not I'm not dissing you for doing it. It, it it's up to you. It's 100% up to you to do it, okay? So, Charles and Mark, you've been vaccinated. There's not a fucking hope in hell that Will or myself will be. Okay? Okay? Yeah. It doesn't stop any of us from catching the virus. And it doesn't stop any of us from spreading the virus. Would you sit down at the table with the four of us? Mark? I would. Okay. In a heartbeat. Charles? Yep. Will? Sure. Okay. So what difference does it matter if there's somebody in the stadium that is not vaccinated? Because in no way, shape, or form will it affect person beside them because they are vaccinated and they are going to have lesser symptoms it the vaccine doesn't stop you from catching it the vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it so an unvaccinated person is no different than a vaccinated person in transmission of this virus but you should get lesser symptoms because of it that's the theory so why would you need a vaccine to go into a stadium? Yeah. I just shot down that fucking argument yeah, but, in court. Yeah, but yeah, but Christopher, you're you're being reasonable about this. Okay? The the thing that that uh, I'm not going to say the government, I don't know who's created it, but the atmosphere that they have created doesn't there's not a lot of it doesn't. There's not a lot of reasonable people out there because they wouldn't have let you get past the first two sentences with this stuff. And it's, but it, it doesn't matter. The it, they will in a court of law. Both well, arguments, yeah, but, both sides of the argument, have to be heard. Sure. And a, sure, and a non-partial, non-biased judges to make a decision in theory. Yes, but when. But when you're talking about people going to football games, it's not going to get to court before the football games start. So there's going to be some idiot out there who starts this whole thing, and it could snowball. It might or it might not. Who knows, okay? But, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, And 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 I'm I'm so adamant about these things. If it gets to the point where that's what the Stampeders do, say they say no unvaccinated people can be allowed in the stadium, I will never set I will never set foot in that stadium ever again as long as I live. I honestly don't see them doing that. I just think it it brings it opens up so many different it opens up so many different cans of worms that I think they're going to realize that they're going to have to find some other way of doing it because that way it's just going to cause way too many headaches. It's completely illogical. Yeah. Maybe. And, and I understand that logic doesn't come into this will? discussion. Who's the premier of your province, Will? Kenny. Kenny. 
Jason Kenney. Jason Kenney is the premier, right? Yes. Jason you Kenny. think he is going to not want full stadiums constantly for the football? He's already talking so he about say, wanting them. Yeah. He, he, so did you not hear anything what he's done, Mark? Public health. Oh, oh yeah, no, I have. Fuck is what? done with his lottery. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's being taken to court. We have a lottery here too. That go to court. That's fucking stupid. You're bribing people to risk their lives with money. Here's the best part, Christopher. It's a government-run lottery, right, in Manitoba? I know. They, yeah. They borrowed, the, they borrowed the fucking money for it from a bank. They borrowed money. So all you're doing then is putting the province further in debt. Yup. <laughs> My head hurts. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> It's a conservative government. That's what you get. Oh, sorry. And I lied about something. I, I'm holding out to the lottery in Alberta's $8 million, and then I'll get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking garbage that is. It's hilarious. Oh, no. Fuck. My head hurts. I, I really I, I don't understand the logic and uh, I, I know there isn't any logic. It's it's totally in one hundred percent an emotional response by morons. Um, and, and and so I'm not calling you guys morons because you got vaccinated. Okay, it's not it. I'm talking about people who are being adamant that everyone has to be vaccinated, uh, which is absolutely stupid, my, ridiculous, my, and lunas, ludicrous. As my, far as I've always been concerned. Is- Hang on, we'll go My ahead. My thing is, it should be, it should be your choice, and that's it, okay? And if you want to get it, great, go ahead. I'm not gonna say anything about anybody doing that, okay? But it should be your choice. It's that simple. You know, I don't put things in my body that I don't want in my body. It's that's always the way I've been. Okay, and and I and I firmly believe. And if you want to take it one step further, I firmly believe that if I were to catch coronavirus tomorrow, I think I am physically able to fight it off the way I am. Okay. Yeah. And I don't. I don't believe I am. But no. Pardon me. I don't believe I am. What was that? I do not believe I am. You don't believe you are? No, I don't believe I could survive it. Do you think Patty could? Right. Um, She's kind of weird, tough, Christopher, so maybe. Yeah, and and so am I, but, you know, it's a challenge for us who are respiratory challenged. She has a breathing problem. She has a breathing problem, so I think maybe not. And she is older than both of us, you know what I mean? She's yeah, I do. She's older she's than like, both of us. She's, like, really old. Don't, don't let so, her hear the show. So I don't know, but I, I think I've taken good enough care of myself that I can fight most anything off, okay? But that's just mm-hmm. my thought process. Okay, Charles, what were you going to say? No, I was actually going to kind of echo what Will just said. I mean, I made the choice that I was going to get it done. But if somebody else doesn't want to do it, they really are against it, it's not for me. It's not my call. It's not for me to decide. So if they feel they don't want to do it, I mean, that's their choice. That's their call. I'm not going to hassle somebody over it. That's uh, that's up to them. 
It's, a, it's a, like Will said, it's a personal choice. So my entire life, my entire life, and I'm I'm, I'm old, okay? I'm, I'm pushing that 60 number. I have heard the mantra from the left wing that has been my body, my choice. Yes, it had to do with women and abortions, but that's always been the mantra. My body, my choice. It's nobody's right to legislate what I can do with my body. That's what they have told me my entire life. I've heard this over and over again. I agree with it 100%. I agree with it 100%. It's a woman's choice to do what she wants. Okay? It's none of our fucking business. It's not the government's business. It's up to her and her family. Okay? Why is this any different? It isn't. Well, and it that's is. why the choice of me going to a football oh, game or not. Oh, I know. But that's why last week when I went over to my best friend's place and the COVID cops can come and arrest me if they're listening. Um, and when I left, I shook his hand. I refused to be all about bumps. I just won't do it. If you want something stupid that's come out of COVID, it's an elbow bump. So, like, he's not getting vaccinated. He refuses to. He had trouble with a vaccination when he was a kid, and he's refused to have any since then. He's still my best friend. We just don't talk about it. It's pretty simple to get around. But it doesn't affect you. It doesn't put you at risk. No, I'm not saying it does. That's why I shook his hand. So why didn't you fucking give him a hug? (laughs) You did, didn't you? You're just not willing to admit it on the radio. Oh, 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 hell no. I'll hug a guy. I don't have an issue with that. He has a major issue with it. Major issue. Homophobic. Massively. (laughs) (laughs) Massively. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Okay. Christopher, do you know how fun? What's that? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I I want to move on. I want to make sure that we're finished with this subject right now and we're we're moving on. The CFL finalizes the schedule for the shortened 2021 season. What interests you in this schedule? As I said off the air, I'm happy we have a schedule. It's a truncated schedule. As we all know, it's 14 games instead of 18. It's over uh, 16 weeks and not 21. Uh, It starts in August and ends in December as opposed to starting in June and ending in November. There's a lot of things that are different. But we have a schedule. Um, if, If we believe the conspiracy theory of will that this has been ordained for a year and that it's been planned and this is what they were going to do anyhow, then I would think that they would have done a better fucking job with the schedule, okay? Because it sucks. Um, yeah, the schedule year, sucks every year. Every Come year on. the schedule Everyone sucks. complains about it. Every year this is nothing different. Uh, as a BC Lions fan, I've looked at the schedule and went, hmm. Who's whispering? 
stop it. <laughs> uh, I looked at the BC Lions schedule and said, hey, this isn't bad. Okay? We got a buy in week five. We got a buy in week ten. It's kind of like the middle of the road. We play, you know, some Eastern teams multiple times. We play some Eastern teams multiple times. We get to play everybody. As I said, not so bad. And I just sit back and listen. And fucking Ottawa plays Montreal four times, and Ottawa does not play Winnipeg once. What moron came up with this? Okay? Absolutely, what moron came up with this? We know that they're stacking this for Eastern teams to play Eastern teams so that there can actually not be a crossover this year. But from what I understand, there's not going to be a crossover because eight teams are going to make the playoffs. Only one team's going to stay out. And that's no, that's going to not be a... going to happen anymore. What do you that. mean? They said it's three. Did they change? The, they... came out the other day saying the same as always, three, three, and three. Okay, so we're going to have a crossover. Ah, well, unless there you go. Happens. Unless something happens and COVID hits and they lose football games. Yeah, but that's as it stands right now. Yeah. Yeah. If COVID hits again, and like I said, we're right now everybody's looking at these numbers dropping and everything is looking and, and, and getting really good, and everybody's all happy about this, and everybody's saying it's about the vaccines doing this. And I go, well, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it, and the vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it, so how are the numbers dropping? That doesn't make any sense. Vaccine has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the warmer weather. We're coming into uh, summer, and the flu season disappears. Okay? That is why the numbers are dropping. It has nothing to do with the vaccinations. Okay? I don't care what you say. It doesn't make any fucking sense otherwise. Okay? So, if that's the case, then come fall, it's going to ramp itself up again. And with our breakup game in December, not November and not October, then we might have the back end of this season or the back end of the playoffs completely wiped out because we're going to go through a fifth wave. So, yes, I'm being a pessimist. Am I being a realist? That's up for you to decide. But it's not the vaccine that's reducing our numbers right now. It's the weather. So when the weather changes, do the numbers come back? Only if we've eradicated this virus, and the virus can't be eradicated by the vaccine. So I'm going to leave that one with you. You guys tell me, are we going to see the back end of this season? Yes. What's your thoughts thoughts on the schedule? Mine? I hate it. Yeah, go ahead. My thoughts on the schedule? I hate it. And I guess. I, I think it's cool we were playing. I was wrong on the number of teams. We play Western teams eight straight games. Right in the middle of the season towards the end. Two buys in the mix. So the buys are actually really good where they're positioned. But uh, why don't we get to play Matt Nichols and Paul Lapalise? It makes no sense just to, based on the storyline they could build around that. 
Hell, you'd have Rod Black having orgasm after orgasm. Oh, man, shooting off the ceiling. Um, Could you please not talk about Rod Black having an orgasm? Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know he's probably going to be the number one um, broadcaster now, right? God, no. (laughs) But could he make it on again? I'd rather have Dunnigan. Who's the idiot with the big shoes? Who's the idiot with the big shoes? I'd rather have none of the above. You know what I'm talking about? The the guy guy who called the base, he's the younger of them all. He's got really big feet. What's his name? I don't know. Come on. Oh, do I have to look this up? TSN.ca. Remember his name. It's been so long. No, broadcasters are not relevant right now. Well, we lost the one really good one we had. We lost the only good one. Okay. We um, bring Lobby back. Go, go easy. Will, don't you think Wobby and Dunnigan, Wobby and Dunnigan doing a game could be fun? Oh, Chris Wobby and Matt Dunnigan. Oh, oh God, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, they'd be drunk in the middle of the uh, game. I mean, yeah, but, two for a half. Yeah, beside the point. TFL on TSN. What's this guy's name? It's bothering me now. You're not thinking Chris Cuthbert, are you? No, no, I'm talking about yeah. Okay, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Everybody was bugging him because he had these barges feet. The witch. There's, there's no, there's nowhere on the TSN website that tells you who the, um, the dudes are. That's because TSN's website sucks. Yes, we know that. James Sabalski? I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. James Sabalski is good. I like him. David Sanchez. Yeah, I like him too. No, it's Sanchez? not David Sanchez. No, it's 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 it, 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 He's got a no. Oh, fuck, I can't think. It's not Dwayne Ford. Dwayne Ford? No, no. He's a white guy, and he's a little white guy, and he's got these really big feet, and he called games, and he was calling them with Matt Dunnigan. James Duffy? No. Oh. No, thank you. I'm just, I'm, I'm out of TSN, guys. All I, I can, I can see it. I can see a picture of him, but I and can't. Glenn Suter and no, 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 no. TSN CFL play by play guys. That didn't work. Fuck. Let's see here. Didn't think it would. CFL. <laughs> Maybe if I let's see. see, and he was a play-by-play guy, you said, right? Yeah, he did the okay, play-by-play. Play. Here, let's see, play-by-play. Um, Dave Randorf? No. 
I'm on the Wikipedia page here, and it's listing. It's got a list okay. of CFL on TSN commentators. Uh, Gord Miller. They've got Gord Miller. Okay. Gord Miller. That's who I was talking about. All the, I thought you said it was a young guy. Gord Miller is Gord Miller's not a young guy. He's not an old guy. He's born How old 65. is Gord Miller? Anyway? He's 55 years old. Okay. He's older than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Just don't let Farhan Lalji do play-by-play ever again. God, he did that once last, a couple times last season, and it was absolutely dreadful. I, I like Farhan, but yes, you're correct. Don't I do, do not as a play-by. I like Farhan too, but just not as a play-by-play guy. I, I think they should import the guys. I think they should import the guys who do the Mean Machine games. Okay. <laughs> they were really, they were really good. Very animated. Was it Very in English? Uh, yes, it was. Just, okay. just bring John Wells back. <laughs> okay. You've okay, a lot okay, of people let's, work for this since. Let's let's move on from this one, okay? Um, yeah. Play by play, guys. Can you I don't know who John Wells is. Chris Cutberg is not on there. This Wikipedia page needs updates. Oh, yeah. You don't know, you know Chris Cutberg. on there. He's the second guy. Yeah, but he shouldn't be. Why? These are all-time. These are not These are not just this year. These are all-time okay. guys who have worked there all-time. That's why it gives the years beside their name. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, uh, moving on. Okay, the season sucks. Anybody got anything else to say about it? The schedule. Sorry, the schedule sucks. But that's okay. We're going like, to watch football. Who cares? Problem, my biggest problem with the schedule is uh, at the end of the season, the Stampeders will only be 16-0. and 0. <sighs> Not the normal 20-0. Okay, the 14. Same. No. I'm talking about the Western Final and the Grey Cup, man. 16 and 0. So. Okay. 16 but I, uh, I am, I am like you, Christopher. I don't, I don't think we'll see the Grey Cup. So. I think this gets closed down long before, especially if we're going to have full stadiums. To be honest. Mark, are you there? What happened to Mark? We lost Mark. Uh oh. Did we? Yeah, he just Is said really that we get cut though? off. I don't know. I guess I have to bring him back. Hello? 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 Oh, here, dummy. There you go. We got Mark back. Stop there pushing we go. the red button, okay? Right. Don't, don't push the red button. That's a will thing, okay? Don't do it. Okay, so that's it for the schedule. Anybody else have anything in, further inputs in it? It sucks, um, but it's a schedule, and we have it, and we're getting football, so who gives a shit? 
Yeah, it's going to be an interview. Do you like the season opener? I do like the season yeah. opener. I always like when they do it a great cup rematch and season over. I'm, I like them doing that. I like yeah. it when it's a great a great cup rematch and they fucking get pummeled by the by the losers of the great cup game. So I'm uh, rooting it's for usually what happens. that game. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, but okay. the great cup rematch. I mean, it took another two years to get it going. So like, holy shit, <laughs> are you gonna remember it? Oh. If only we could have a full stadium for that game. If only there's a full stadium for that game. The Red Blacks quarterback, Matt Nichols. I hope everyone picks the fish dead last. Many are likely to oblige. Um, I... I think the odd makers right now are picking them pretty much the last, aren't they? I believe so. I I, I don't know. Uh, Bodog. CFL odds. Bodog. CFL odds. Let's see what happens here. I I think it's really. Uh... It's a neck and neck race between them and Ottawa, but uh, or sorry, between them and uh, Edmonton. But Edmonton does have a better quarterback than Ottawa. Who has a better quarterback? Edmonton. Edmonton. Edmonton does. Trevor Harris. Okay. There are currently no upcoming betting odds. There's no. They haven't got the new schedule yet, so. Um, Bodog does not put anybody in there. Uh, oh, I'm going to see here. I'll just Google CFL 2021 odds. CFL. That's what I'm doing. 2021. Saskatchewan is 5 and 1. Uh. <laughs> Three to one, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Winnipeg is four to one. Uh, Scotch is five to one. Calgary is eleven to two. Toronto wow. is uh, fifteen to two. Oh, fuck off! I hate pop-ups. Uh, Edmonton Eskimos. I like that. Edmonton Eskimos are ten and one. Uh, BC is eleven to one. Montreal is eleven and one, and Ottawa is sixteen to one. Well, they're not loving Ottawa, uh, Montreal either. God. I remember we talked about them being a dark horse a couple or a, uh, a dark horse in the East a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the oddsmakers aren't liking it. Yeah, well, I don't think the beast lines are as bad as everybody think is picked them to be either. I so, don't think either. I, you know, if I was a betting man and we had some uh, spare capital, we could throw it on the BC lines at eleven to one. I think that's a pretty good bet. I'm not sure the red blacks at sixteen to one is a good bet. Not with that nickels. I mean, get a hundred bucks on eleven to one, and that's a bad, bad bet. Even Will might take that one. At least we, at least we don't have to wait for uh, Nichols to get pissed off at the fans. It's usually about halfway through the season when he gets mad at everybody. Yeah. I know he's pissed off at him. He already is. Yet another chip. Yet another chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Uh, 
Hopefully it doesn't break. It never matters for them. It doesn't do I mean, it's not a motivation. It doesn't doesn't inspire well, him to do anything better. It just better. comes off as whining. It, yeah. It's a... Oh, God. Okay. Ugh. A little tired. Uh, anything else, Matt Nichols? Well, you haven't said anything wonderful about him. He's your, one of your favorite quarterbacks, him and uh, Marcus Crandall, aren't they? No, I, Matt Nichols, come on. Fuck, okay. he should retire. He's going to be two years rustier than he was last time. Okay, so, yeah. I don't think – I don't I, I don't know who uh, – is Dominic Davis still in Ottawa? Yes. Yes, Dominic did Davis resigned with Ottawa. Jonathan Jennings did not. Okay. Okay, so – that means Matt Nichols is pretty – he's probably going to be the starter in Ottawa the whole season until he gets hurt. So, I have nothing so good to say about Matt Nichols. I've always thought – No, 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 no. That's Winnipeg with that Caleros. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done with Matt Nichols. We, we can – Flogged this dead horse so long, many times. Are you picking Ottawa? Okay. Do you guys want to do some rankings or no? Because I think rankings suck. In fact, we're going to talk Let's about Let's see who's that. on the field first. Yeah, okay. Uh, segment no preseason here. games. No preseason. We don't know what's going on. No, no highlight, no anything else. Uh, I heard that there's a rumor that the Edmonton – Alcoholics and the uh, Calgary Stampeders are talking about doing a combined uh, training camp with uh, inter-team scrimmages. Yeah, I read that too. Does this violate any type of agreement with the CFLPA and the CFL in in doing this? Because they shouldn't be allowed to. Do, it, it does it give them an advantage over other teams that can't do this, like the BC Lions or uh, who don't have a team close to them that they can do this with. I'm sure Ottawa and Montreal could, Toronto and Hamilton could, uh, Saskatchewan and uh, Winnipeg could do this as well. Um, no chance in hell that's going to happen. I, I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I know. I think it could happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying could. it's going to, okay? Uh, does it give these two teams an unfair advantage over the other teams? Would yeah, it be allowed? It would it be allowed? No, is, I don't think it should be. Because if you're still playing and scrimmaging, you've actually then had a chance to play against another team's competition when all the other teams have not had that opportunity. It can't help but be considered a competitive advantage. Okay. I don't disagree with you. William, what are your thoughts? Don't care. Don't care. You don't think it makes a difference? I don't think it would happen. I don't think it's going to happen. It's okay. never happened in the other year, so why would it happen this year? I, I disagree with that. I mean, okay, so understand. They're not going to. They're not going to risk their players to have a scrimmage. Come on. What if Bo Levi Mitchell's knee gets taken out in one of those scrimmages? 
or something like that. They're not going to do it. Okay, now it's sounding better to me. Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, Mark, your thoughts? Is Armando Sewell still with uh, Edmonton? I believe. Do I we so. really want to see him? Do we really want to see him in a scrimmage going at Bo Levi Mitchell, like Will said, or going at a running back, or going at an offensive lineman? And they can't say, "Well, it's training camp; it's not going to happen." It's veterans that already have a dislike for each other on the field, and you're going to put them together. I'm not too worried about the competitive disadvantage as I am worried about watching the highlights of an all-out 80-man brawl. I just think well, I could see that hand, Edmonton Calgary ending badly. Oh, but on, the other hand, but on the other hand, they do it on a regular basis in the NFL, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, they do. So, you know, so maybe... I mean, because you're not going to have any preseason games, and because of the the uh, collective bargaining agreement, I don't I don't know how many scrimmages they can have by themselves with full pads. Oh, and there's not very many of them. That hasn't changed, so, you know. Right. So I, I and I I don't. Personally, at this level, I don't think scrimmages are going to make a difference. To be honest with you, you should be able to—you should know how to block and tackle. Anyways, okay. So, I just don't think teams are going to risk certain things. But who knows? Do you, who knows? Do you think that it would be advantageous to the teams to um, scrimmage with the school uh, CIS team? <laughs> No. No, men because you're talking about college teams. Yeah, that, that would men go and well. Boys, big I difference. Could, Come on. I could just see the college players getting hurt. And that's Canadian college. It's not American college. So, yeah, no. Too, way too big a discrepancy in size and talent. But. Yeah, I, I don't see really a, a benefit for the CFL players, even if it is scrimmaging against another team. I mean, come on, this is uh, CFL. It just wouldn't make sense to me. If it was just training camp and not... If it was just training camp and not a scrimmage, I'd be all for it. I mean, I tell you what, Please explain the difference. Please, please, please explain to me what the difference is. What, between a scrimmage and just training camp, where you're just doing workouts at each station like they do in the first part of training camp? Training camp has scrimmages in it. The first week of training camp is them running drills. There's no pads, no nothing. And I think they can only wear pads once or twice. And how is that advantageous at all doing that with another team? It's not. It's the only thing that would be advantageous. It's advantageous to to the universities. It's a different level of ta- coaching talent, even if it's only for a couple of weeks. Just something different I, I, to explore I, I, with. I, I don't care if we make our universities better. I'm trying to make our CFL teams better. I don't care about the universities. Yeah. I honestly don't. While B was on talking about the um, 
whole training camp thing and no preseason games. He can't stand it. He, he doesn't like he it. Just, he, no, he, they're setting players up to get injured. Because they don't um, hit each other, really, because there's no pads allowed and everything else for majority of training camp. He think, And now no preseason games. These guys are going to come in and they're going to go too hard and get injured. Well, the first hit they're going to take is regular season. And you know how much fun we make of uh, the first two or three weeks of the season, if not the first five weeks, is kind of like an extended training camp? What's it going to be this year? Well, it's the first not eight be, weeks? No, it's not. It, it's always going to be the first week or two because they, they don't – those preseason games don't play the veterans. Okay. So is it going to be any different this year with the veterans getting the field on, on the first game? I mean, they really – they only play a few minutes of the second uh, preseason game. And that's why I've always said that we should have four preseason games like the NFL does. The first two games are to try out youngins, and the next two are to get your team in order and get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of week one and two of the season to get your team, get their shit together. And some teams like the BC Lions didn't get their shit together in the first 10 weeks. So, you know, I I, I just, I disagree. I don't think it's going to be any worse this year, Mark. I don't really think the missing of the the preseason is going to make a difference to the veterans. It might to to, to the rookies, to the new signs, to the, to the free agents from America, to um, whatever else. It's impossible for them to break through. They can't yeah. really show anything. You can't show as much in practice for the young kids. Well, they I can't understand. show in practice what they can do in the game. Yeah, you, your roster set with your veterans, and, and they're going to put some other guys. Didn't they say they were going to extend expand the, the, the roster to guys or something? Was That's uh, 46. I think it's a 46 it? man. I think it's yeah. a 46 man roster. And they're still doing this yeah. global shit. And only two quarterbacks dressed. Yep. Uh, and they're also read today that they can only they're only allowed to bring 100 players to training camp this year. Yeah. The diamond in the rough is going to be lost this year. And That's so be it. But let's play. Let's play some football, okay? Okay. Uh, moving on. Rough Riders re-sign linebacker Dion Lacey, who has spent the last four years in the NFL. Hey, all-star player, no doubt about it. Is he still capable of playing at a high level? Four years, he may, he stayed, he hung around down there for four years. How much time did he actually get to play? I'm not an NFL fan. I can't tell you. Um, uh, oh, did you follow him at all down there? Where was he? He was uh, with the Buccaneers, wasn't he? I'm, I'm just, uh, the Buccaneers? I'm bringing his right? stats up now. Um, was it the Buccaneers? No, I think it was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he's with the Buffalo Bills. He was with the Bills, okay. But he, 
Bills, and he also played for the Miami and uh, well, Miami, yeah, and he had, was on the practice roster for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm looking up statistics here. Um, uh, he started with Miami. He never really played for Miami then. Uh, then he went to the Buffalo Bills. He was waived by the Bills, but then re-signed the next day. Um, uh, Lacey appeared in all four preseason games in total 18 tackles. He was released for – okay, and then he went in second. He hasn't played a lot, though. Okay. Um, okay. No. So he, he's been no. a non-event down in the NFL. So he hasn't actually played any football, so he hasn't really wore himself out. But that being said – uh, did he benefit from the coaching down there, from the level of play down there? Did he do anything else? It doesn't sound like he actually got in the meat grinder so much. No. He has career statistics in the NFL, 20 tackles. And and eight of them were in preseason games? Uh, no, I don't think that counts the preseason games. Okay. I think that was a regular season tackles. Okay. Uh, to me, this Rough Rider signing Dion Lacey is a non-event. Okay. It's just to me, it's a non-event. Who cares? Yep. I agree. We'll see if he actually comes out and dominates, and and, and then we'll wow, look, Dion Lacey, what a great signing that was by the by the Rough Riders. But at this point in time, I can't get all excited and go goo 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 gaga over it. And I don't think Rough Rider fans can either, although they would. Bomber fans would be bouncing off the wall. I wish I could remember who Dion Lacey was. He to played me, uh, was quite a bit for Edmonton. Toronto, wasn't it? No, no Edmonton. I've got his CFL stats up here. Okay. In three seasons, he had 114 tackles. Uh, 68 special teams tackles, seven sacks, three interceptions, and four forced fumbles. So they're not horrendous stats, but they're average at best. So 114 tackles in three years, is that what you said? Yeah. And he played all 18 games all three years. Didn't Solly get 120 tackles in one season? Yep. Yes. Okay. But that was with Team 100, wasn't it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it was. Yep. That was with Vegas. Was. That, that, no, I was going to say. Have to look at maybe Lacey, who he's playing with. So Lacey's stats are like a typical half a game for Alex Singleton. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. And a third of a game for Solly. Yeah, well, Solly wasn't as good as Alex, but that's beside the point. Oh, my fucking God. Good grief. All I'm saying, man. Yeah, you, saying, man. thank you. Sorry. That's about – who's got a dog? <laughs> that would be Charles, I would assume. Um, you have to maybe there. look at who Lacey was voice. playing with. Yeah. You might have to look at who Lacey was playing with, but your, your discussion between Solly and Singleton, it would be interesting to see Singleton's stats playing 10 years in the CFL. Because you can't, you can't compare them yeah, to but, him because he wasn't, he wasn't here long enough. Yeah, he wasn't because he's in the NFL now, I think, isn't he? 
which I could you could make the argument that he's in the NFL and Sully tried twice and didn't get in. So, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that way though. <laughs> We're moving on. From it's an goal. interesting. It's an interesting debate on that one. Yeah, I'm not with I'm not yeah. willing to do it. Anticipation, anticipation sounds like a ketchup commercial. Of the upcoming season, CFLCA is looking at the top teams by position first. The defending draft champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers are ranked the top team on special teams. Do we agree? No, we don't agree. It's not because they might be the t- top team, but we. it's two years ago since anybody played football. Nobody gives a shit about rankings right now. They don't matter. Nobody cares who the top team is or potentially top team or anything else. Nobody cares. It's two years ago. Things have changed. Players are older. Players have moved on. New people are signed. You cannot rank them by anything. Anything. Who fucking cares? Well, we got no- you got nothing else to go on at this point, though. But why go on anything? Why not just get excited about the season? Well, this is part of it. You bring out these kind of articles. You get the fan engaged. Stupid articles. Doing this all for two years now, they're going, oh, yeah, who's been the best receiver? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who cares? Okay. I know the best receiver was Brian Burnham. Do I think he's going to be the best receiver this year? No, I don't know. I hope so. But I don't know. Fucking, it's, it's, it's absolutely lunacy. Well, William, what's your lunacy? thoughts on this? I don't care. I know. Exactly. She doesn't I don't care. care. Charles, do you care? How do they rank Winnipeg as the best uh, special team? Like, it's impossible. Like, why? Who, I, is yeah. this a third I didn't read this article because I thought it was stupid, okay? So I can't tell you how they ranked them there. This is a CFL article, Will, not three times. No? Okay. Yeah, it's CFL.ca. I don't know. We got Chris Rainey and Lucky Whitehead as, as returners to the BC Lions. I'm excited about our special teams. That's okay. a pretty good tandem. That's a pretty good tandem back there. Okay. But it's really Where's the bottom going to hurt? Go ahead, Charles. Go ahead. It's really hard to judge something that happened two years ago uh, and apply it to something happening today because it has been a long time. In two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was older. He was old then. Where the bombers are going to hurt on special teams is um, without medlock. That's the one that's going to sting. Now, nothing's official yet as far as I can remember, but he's not coming back. They had to convince him to come back the last year, or 2019, sorry. Um, and without his, it's not even his field goal kicking. Field goal kicking, field goal kicking. It's his punting that they're going to miss. He is a good punter. I'll give you that. Watching him at practice and training camp was absolutely just you couldn't stop watching a guy punt because he experimented with different angles 
punting it so his foot hit the stripes on an angle. He kicked bricks. That's why they were so hard to catch. There was no spin. They were just bricks. That's what they'll miss. You can find another kick returner in five minutes. I'm thinking they should uh, bring Bob Cameron out of retirement. <laughs> Honestly, Will, I think Medlock was a better puncher than Cameron. Take it he could probably Medlock only too. was fourth in in punting for in the league last year. 2019. It wasn't the length of punts. It was when he pulled off these bricks, when he hit it right, almost every single time, the guy returning the kick dropped the ball. Because there's no spin. It's just coming down as a brick. And all, it doesn't come lightly into you. I don't know how he did it. It wasn't the length of his punts. It We're was the return yards. We're talking about the kicker right now. You know what? Before yeah. Will steps up and says something about kickers, I'm, I'm, we're, we're moving on. Cause like, what happens upwards of 25 times a game in the CFL? A punt. Way too many times. Way too many So times. punters are very important in the CFL, no matter what we say about them. I think when you're on the field that much, it's a pretty important part of the game. My prediction this my prediction this season is there's going to be a punter or field goal kicker that's up for the MVP of the league award this year, guaranteed. Kickers <laughs> <laughs> are, are great football players. I was going to say Will's probably grinding his teeth while you're talking. Yeah, but well, they touch the ball more than more than a running back does. In the CFL, you can get some no, pretty nasty. No, you can no, get some no, pretty no, nasty. No, they don't. Mark just spent ten minutes talking about how a bot guy kicks the ball. I think he should be kicked <laughs> off the show. For... Uh, fuck off. <laughs> bed time. Come on, let's go to bed. Uh, well, let's go to bed. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Who are you sending to bed? Oh, I don't use my phone. Sorry. No, you're, you're sending somebody to bed. Is it Mark or Will? I put my dog in the crate. Or is it the dog? Oh, okay. That's the dog. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to... I think you, you might have a point here. Sorry about that. We, 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 we might have to kick Mark off this program because he's, she's got this... <laughs> I just, okay. Okay, this is a very contested subject here. I'm going to have an issue with this one, and I'm going to... I, I, I went at somebody on the CFL.ca page today, and I don't. And I got called all sorts of things by people because they just don't like me, regardless of what my opinion is. And I'm okay with that. But um, lawyers for Red Blacks, Chris Larson, says he has been cleared as a suspect in alleged hate crime. Just curious if you finished breathing there. It, alleged hate crime of true of truth. Should he be allowed to return, or would the optics still look bad? Okay, here's what I know about this this crime, and I've looked into it a bit. Um, a gay guy got beat up really bad, put in a hospital. 
the group of people that a participant in this group of people beat him up really badly. A member of that group was this Chris Larson, who is a lineman for the Red Blacks. Established by the Toronto Police Authority that he was not the perpetrator, but he may end up being a witness. Social media went nuts and, and, and accused him of it, and he says that this was all a, a really bad dream, and he's really upset about it, and that, that his name got dragged through the mud. Okay? And you know what? I'm really fucking sorry. But what kind of a bad dream do you think it was for the guy who got the shit kicked out of him? It wasn't a dream. It was reality. And you stood there and watched. Okay? I'm sorry. If you're a CFL lineman and somebody is doing something that fucking stupid and you don't do something about it, you are guilty. Maybe not in the eyes of the law, but in my eyes, you're, you're, you're a fucking putz. I have no respect for this guy. And him feeling bad because his name got dragged through the mud on social media, boo-hoo, I'm sorry. Edmund Burke, what did Edmund Burke say? For evil to exist, good men, what was it, Ed, good men can't do anything, good men don't do nothing. Man, I can't fuck up a quote like that. And I don't even think it was Edmund Burke because I think it's been proven that it wasn't him. Uh, did I lose everybody? No, I'm still here. No, we're here. Still here. Waiting for you. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Googling real fast. The quote is, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Okay? Think about that one for a sec. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. He stood there and did nothing. He didn't help this person out. He, yes, got accused of actually participating and which may he may or may not have. We don't know. There's just not enough evidence to prosecute him, kind of like Taj Smith, right, where he beat the shit out of a drug dealer, and he got off because there wasn't enough evidence. Um, same sort of thing, right? Okay, except for kicking the shit out of a drug dealer and kicking the shit out of a gay guy are two totally different things. I, I, I don't care whether it's child molesters, uh, wife beaters, women molesters, uh, or, or gay bashers. I'm straight. Society has to up and stop this. And he didn't. Is he not guilty of, of this crime? Probably not in the eyes of the law. To me, he's a pus. And I'll say that to his face. Whether he's six foot six, 285 pounds or not, I don't give a shit. He needs a slap. Probably from somebody bigger than me. Will, go get him. What are your thoughts, William? Well, 
here you go. This is my thought on this whole thing. When you are a professional football player on a professional football team, you, I'm sorry, as much as people don't like like it, you have to, you have to know who and what you're hanging out with. Okay. You you can't. It's it's you're you're in the public eye, and you have to be aware of that. Okay. Regardless if he helped or didn't help, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't have been in that position in my in my mind. Agreed. You it's 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 guilt by association. Grab a fucking brain and don't hang out with people that are out beating up gay guys. Like like is this 1980? Come on. Uh, it, it makes no sense to me. And the guy obviously he's a putz in my mind. And you know what? If you hang out with his people, you might end up getting getting convicted or, or getting a black mark on your record. And that's on you, man. It's that simple. You gotta be aware of your surroundings and you gotta be aware of who you're hanging out with. And you owe it to your employer because you are in the public eye. It's that simple. That's all I have to say. Mark, do you have a thought on this? Um, one of the other comments you made on that post said it perfectly, too, though. Yes, he should be allowed back in the league because he hasn't been criminally charged. And let's face it, don't tell me sports teams have morals at the best of times. Um, yes, he can come back to the league on a very short leash. Hmm. If he gets in trouble once, it doesn't matter what it's for, but if it's something illegal, he's up. They, I think they do have to re, reinstate him, I guess. He could make a case for it. Well, yeah, of course he could. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't be reinstated. I'm just saying that no, he I didn't do what he should have done. No, no, I agree. But I'm just looking at it from the CFL point of view. The CFL point of view is... I agree with you 100%. He should be an Ottawa Red Black. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Okay. But, but, you're now going into a room of men, and the teammates want to know that you're with them when, you go, when they go to war. And he's kind of proved that he can't yep. do that either way. He didn't help his buddy beat up the gay guy, but he also didn't protect the gay guy. So he's kind of washing in the middle, in my opinion. How much confidence would you have in him as a teammate? I mean, Not a lot. The, the, the league is very, um, very adamant about the uh, protection of women lately. Okay? And in yep. fact, right now, if you look at the CFL logo, it's like these rainbow stripes. So they're pretty much um, in there supporting for the uh, the Alphabet League. And uh, shit like this shouldn't happen. 
It shouldn't happen in, in this day and age. We know better than this. As, as Will said, this is the 80s. It's not. That's, that's 40 years ago. 40 years ago, this might not. It, it wasn't acceptable 40 years ago, but it happened more. It doesn't happen anymore. And people look the other way on stuff like this more than 40 years ago. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it was it, it, it just happened. It was prolific. This wouldn't, even be a, 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 this wouldn't even be a story 40 years ago, probably. No. It probably would have no. gotten swept under the rug. What do you think, Charles? Should he go back to the uh, Ottawa Red Blocks? Is he guilty by association? Is he guilty from abstinence? He didn't commit a crime. At the same time, he didn't prevent, try to prevent a crime. So while you're not guilty of a crime, you're kind of guilty of being a, a low moral person, a person that, uh, you know, just kind of looks the other way when things are going bad, talking about looking the other way. Um, should he go back? I personally have no problem if no one brought him back, knowing the way to see it, that not necessarily just the CFL, but how pro sports is. Uh, if a team thinks that he can help them, they may be willing to look the other way on some stuff. Um, like Mark said, he would probably be on an extremely short leash if he did get signed. I would have no problem if they didn't bring him back. But uh, you know, I don't. I I don't think he should be brought back. I, I think yeah, you didn't commit the crime, but you were there. You didn't stop it. I don't know if it was one of his friends that was involved, but I don't know. But um, I don't think he should be brought back. I think even though he was uh, cleared of uh, criminal doing, uh, he was still associated with it. Like you said, guilt by association. He was still in the vicinity, and it's just a bad luck regardless. I, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'd rather be listening to a story about a a, a CFL layman that's jumped in to stop a crime and got stabbed and he's now in the hospital, um, you know, fighting for his life. Then to read a CFL mm-hmm. article or an article where a CFL lineman, a big ass CFL lineman stood by and let some poor weaker person get the shit kicked up him so badly that he was rendered unconscious and was hospitalized. I have a hell of a lot more fucking respect for him if he was fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. Because at least he did what was right. So any Red Black fans out there, I'm sorry. I don't think he can play football for you. He's going to, and I don't really have an issue with that. He hasn't been charged with a crime. He's been involved with the crime. Legally, mm-hmm. morally, and ethically, I'm not so sure. Anything else anybody want to say? No. We're I, gonna, I, I think we pretty much said my piece. We're going to move on from uh, Chris Larson. Um, this actually should have been in my opening statement and I kind of, kind of wanted to do it and I thought, no, Charles put it down here and 
I'm going to do it now. And uh, sincerest condolences to the family of John Hamister Reese, who passed away suddenly earlier this week, a sad ending for a great football player and an even better person. Now, John was a uh, by the BC Lions in the second round. Uh, he played with them for seven seasons. He won a Grey Cup in 2011. Uh, and then he, he retired and followed a passion for food. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, ended up uh, in, on TV with uh, Master Chef Canada season two. Yep. He did. He didn't win. He got eliminated from it. But um, his passion for culinary excellence uh, continued on, and he opened a restaurant called Meat City in Vancouver. And uh, from all the reviews I've seen on it, it's, it's been pretty spectacular. And uh, unfortunately, at the age of seven, he's on. Now we haven't heard. This was Monday. We're now Wednesday, so it's only been two days. But we haven't heard what causes, um, and it's sad. And we don't know whether it's football related, whether it's uh, a, a vaccine reaction. We don't know what caused his. And it's just very unfortunate, and I don't know whether or not we will anytime soon. But we'll see what happens. Um, our thoughts are with the family, of course. It's very sad when uh, one of our own, uh, not just a PC line, but one of our football guys, especially Young. I mean, who wasn't upset when uh, Chris Schultz died? Uh, yeah, we like Schultz uh, a whole lot from his time on, on TSM, not so much as an Argonaut or a Dallas Cowboy. But uh, it's never good when somebody dies too young. And 37 years old, that's just it's that's not right in any anybody's game. Uh, any Charles, you have anything to say about uh, John? Uh, I met him once, once or twice at the Lions um, at the Lions uh, fan fest there when they did like the season ticket yeah. handout and we were doing there. He always seemed like a nice guy. He was always a very talented offensive lineman uh, for the Lions. So. Uh, I always liked him. Um, sad to see here of his passing, uh, and just 37 years old. That's very young. So uh, uh, when you lose a lion, a, a guy who was part of a Grey Cup team, it's uh, it's sad. Uh, no question for him and for his family. Uh, I don't know if he was married or if he had any kids, but uh, regardless, I, I didn't. Just, uh, I didn't got, find any information on that. I, I kind of yeah. Uh, the, the the families ask for privacy. Yeah, and that's fair enough. And uh, also, and the, uh, I did. I remember seeing his uh, his uh, him on Master Chef as well. And like he said, he was very much passionate about being a chef and uh, cooking. So, uh, just really sad to hear. And my condolences to him and his family. And you know, hard to criticize the family at a time like this because it's just it it's so heart-wrenchingly sad but he has a lot of fans up there not only from football but from master chef from his restaurant from just being a kind soul those fans of his followers whatever you wish to call it 
need to grieve as well. And so, you know, I just, I, I think everybody needs to, nah, I don't know. I don't know that there's, there's no words for this. I'm just going to stop. Okay. William, anything? No, not really. 37 is too young to die. It's that simple. Regardless uh, of yeah. what it was. And regardless if he's a football player or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's too bad. Yes, but, you know, it, it's one of those questions, was it, did he take too many hits ahead as a lineman or, you know, this, that, and everything else? Um, I don't know. Hard snap done against still alive. So, uh, for that matter, so is uh, uh, Buck Pierce. Yeah. Talk about somebody who's taking some shots to the head. Okay. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do uh, today, uh, it was kind of an, it was an announcement um, by, what's his name? Uh, Rod Peterson. And I, I love this one. This was just got me laughing my ass off. In fact, so much so that I, I actually sent a message to Rod today because Rod and I message each other back and forth. I kind of like him. Um, and uh, so his quote was, my friend owns the schooners. Gary Drum is his name. In Halifax, they decided the new stadium is dead because of COVID. It's over. He wasn't going to go in there unless they had a stadium, and they weren't going to build a stadium unless they had a team. Okay, I have a few things, problems with this, because Rod says some pretty dumb shit sometimes, and doesn't mean I don't like him and respect him, because I do. Here's what I said to Rod, and you know there was never a Schooners team. It was a vision, a team. Some would say a pipe dream, but there was never a team. The franchise was never awarded. There was nothing that resembled a team. If the guy was not willing to put the cash up to buy the franchise, why would the city build a stadium? That being said, the city never intended to build a stadium. They would have been lynched by the taxpayers of Nova Scotia. Okay? It, this The stadium was so low, so low on their importance list. It was never going to happen. Yeah, they, they committed, the sea committed $20 million. I don't think that would build the restrooms in a stadium. Honestly, I don't. I don't think it would, $20 million is enough to build the restrooms. So, they were never committed to this project. The team, the ownership team, or uh, whatever you want to call them, were never committed to it because they never put up the franchise money. That was one of the first things the Ottawa Red Black did. They put up the money. They, they bought a franchise. And then they worked towards putting that franchise on the field. Okay? The only thing that this, te- this team, this owner, this uh, Gary Drum did, he made some T-shirts. He sold some T-shirts. And he scammed a bunch of people out of money. A bunch of people put up some money for season ticket deposits that were originally refundable and then were made non-refundable. And this is like a Bernie Metloff. Metloff? 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 
Madoff. Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Uh, it wasn't a Ponzi scheme, but uh, it, it, it's just, it was just a scam of biblical proportions. And, and he suckered people in on their emotions, thinking that they were going to get a football team. When in reality, it was never going to happen. It could never have happened. It, Halifax has got massive unemployment. They've got such a poor economy back there. The fishing industry died decades ago, and the province has never recovered. I mean, let's face it, the majority of people from Halifax, Nova Scotia, sorry, Newfoundland are, are in Alberta working. No, I'm, I'm sorry. This, uh, this, there would never have been a stadium built in Nova Scotia for this football team. This was never a football team. This was never anything more than a joke. We've been joking about it for two, going on three years. I don't know. William, your thoughts? You're a Schooner fan. Go at it. Um, the Schooners are dead. <laughs> it's pretty simple. I mean, we haven't heard much about them at all. And oh, I'm tired of, uh, you know, talking about them. I want to talk about the real season that's coming up, so. Schooners are dead. Let's try it again ten years from now, maybe. But yeah, that 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 it's a hockey province. It always has been, and it always will be. And I don't think there's enough interest for the CFL out there. It might be wrong, but who knows? In all honesty, I think there's more uh, uh, New England Patriot fans back there than there were as is of any CFL team. Sad to say. What did you post that for, Mark? Was that just because the, the comment at the very bottom? The, the comment at the very bottom of the picture. Yeah, there's still. There's it comes uh, in. She's still still pressed for a team out east. It's never going to go away. No, it's it's never going to go away, ever. Then the league is coast to coast. The, the thing that I'm tired of, the biggest thing I'm tired of is hearing people say, well, look at the last touchdown Atlantic game. It was packed, yada, yada, yada. Oh, and nobody God. was from the East Coast. It was all fans of the, the teams who traveled there. The $50 deposit or whatever it was. It wasn't pe- just people from the East Coast. Christ, I think Kelly Bill got two of them. So he got two tickets. So he's out like 100 bucks. I think, is what it, with him. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't just people from the East Coast. It was people from across the country. That's not any good for the team in Halifax because Kelly wasn't going to be going to a game there. <laughs> And they didn't even sell that many. I think the last time I heard, yep. they had sold like 6,000. That's yep. not enough to get a football team off the ground. I, mean, I, uh, I had a thing on Facebook with a guy today, and he's like, oh, right before... Uh, uh, that's the other thing. Let's stop saying that the Atlantic schooners were were 
canceled or stopped because of COVID. I'm sorry. That's not that, – that, that's convenient uh, history. That's not the case. This thing was collapsing well before COVID ever was in anybody's mind. They never had a stadium. I had one guy today saying, oh, right before COVID, it was gaining momentum. They were about to get the stadium. They were about to do this. It was, no, that's not true. That's, that's revisionist history. It's not true. They were nowhere close to getting a stadium. In fact, I believe it went to a vote, and the, it got voted down by the city council. It was going nowhere. This, this was never going to happen. Sorry. Look back to 1982. They were actually granted a, a, an actual franchise in the CFL for Halifax. Not like this time. This franchise had never been granted. Hadn't even been voted ne- on. But in 82, they, they um, were granted a franchise. The franchise ended up getting revoked. Why? They couldn't get funding for a stadium. It's the identical <laughs> problem in 2019. They, they, they have not gotten one bit closer since 1982. Sorry, this was not happening. It was a bad idea, and it didn't work. Sorry, but you it's not. And I even still now see me, oh, it's going to happen at some point. It's going to happen. Sorry, it's not happening. Get it out of your mind. Halifax ain't happening. So with Halifax dead in the water, what would Randy's next legacy project be? Because you got to know that was one of his legacy projects was to bring Halifax in. The way he hyped it. Let's go to Moncton. But <laughs> <laughs> so the way uh, he hyped it, so now he doesn't have that. No, is no, he going to concentrate on two point Is it two point or is it XFL? Uh, probably XFL now. I mean, yeah. I don't know what's going to go. That might actually succeed. Because <laughs> Halifax sure as hell wasn't. Uh, at, at what point in time is he going to be asked for resignation? As long as he does what the owners tell him to do, they'll keep him. Uh-huh. <laughs> they wasted two years on this. Oh, and I still remember that. going, uh, yeah, at least. But I still remember going back to the Grey Cup in 2018 in Edmonton when I was at the big schooners party and Randy was up on stage with all of these so-called owners of the franchise and they made an announcement that the team was going to be called the Atlantic Schooners and I saw people up cheering, jumping up and down and stuff like that. I'm like, well, first of all, you don't have a team and you don't have a stadium. So what are you getting so excited about? You really haven't gotten anywhere. Yeah, but and I'm told yeah, they got nowhere after that. I'm told that I'm an, I'm just a, a hater because there were so many fans from Halifax. They had the biggest booth at the Grey Cup game. The biggest, biggest <laughs> what? The, what the biggest, biggest uh, room that anyone could yeah, go in, biggest, no matter where they yeah. came from. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge, <laughs> big deal. So what? That's what they're known for. Baltimore gets a lot of people at the Grey Cup still now, too, and uh, 
that doesn't mean that they got a team or getting a team. So <laughs> stupid. What a stupid argument that is. Yep. They threw a big party, so they're going to get a team. They threw a big party at every Grey Cup, and they have since 82. Yeah, that's nice. Good for so that them. means that there's enough support for a football team. That, yeah, that's the proof positive there. People going and <laughs> buying, you know, uh, $10 beers. They must be, they're paying 10 bucks for a beer, so they must be wanting to, uh, there must be a football team there. Come on, give me a break. Okay, so going from one act of stupidity to another. Which time have we got left? Eight minutes. There's a report that the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders will be playing football at Mosaic Stadium with no fan restrictions. It's open the gates and everybody can come on in. Do you believe that this is a wise decision on their part? This goes back to my belief that we won't have playoffs because we will, we've forgotten every reason why we shouldn't be doing this. Uh, right from day one, the Ryder fans are all going back to back to back. I don't know. Do you have any comment on this, William? I want to hear from you. Well, I think they should they should use Saskatchewan as a petri dish, and if it doesn't work out, we should just carpet bomb the entire province. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Pull the B fifty twos out of mothballs. There you go. There you go. Lay waste go. to the that country. You can't lay to waste to Saskatchewan. It's already a wasteland, isn't it? I don't know. Don't don't Saskatchewanians um, distance anyways because there's not very many of them over there, and and I don't know. I, I you know what? I I think they're gonna basically, and 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 no other teams have announced what they're doing yet. So we shouldn't you know make fun of Saskatchewan because that's what they've said. I, I do believe that Kenny has the same idea in Alberta. As long as we make the numbers for the next phase of this COVID thing, and uh, which I still think it's it's all along they were going to make those numbers anyways. And I think in Alberta the biggest plan, this whole thing is planned because of the stampede, okay, and that's why they're going to open things up is for the stampede because that. That $400 million they make from the stampede is a pretty big stick. So, and as you were saying earlier, it's all about the money. It is all about the money. Let's face it. Okay, that's what it's all about. So, so yeah, I, you know what? Saskatchewan can do what they want. Um, I know Alberta's probably going to do it. I don't know about BC, but who knows? You know? I mean, it's the only way they're going to make money. So (laughs) I think every stadium will let people in. And a lot of people. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Mark, 
Sorry, it's whispering is a bad habit. Yeah, it's a bad habit, yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed it's the Western provinces premiers that are, yeah, let's just all open it up. They're going a little slower here with it, but our restriction lessenings are all tied to um, vaccine percentages and like Canada Day and that kind of thing. So Palliser isn't going to um, stay far behind if both Alberta and Saskatchewan open up like that. He will, because then he can't say he was the first one to do it. He's big on that. So my question that comes back to the fact that they're waiting for the vaccination numbers, and how does that make a difference? Yep. Oh, it doesn't. But it does in the public, right? In the public view. I don't know about Alberta, BC, or anywhere else, but Manitoba's got an election in two years. Right now, Palliser's... If he's not the last, he's like second last in popularity. So he's got to do something to boost it. Okay. We already I had just... our election last fall, so they don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I just, just, I'm confused. William. Well, we already talked to you. You were first. Well, then I'll go, because I haven't gone yet. I know we don't have a lot of time left, so I want to hear me other than whispering. Um, So, yeah, I mean, mean, Saskatchewan's going to do what Saskatchewan's going to do. I mean, uh, they want to do that. Uh, I hope it works out for them. Good luck with that. Um, I think we're going to be more cautious here in B.C., and I'm actually thankful for that. Uh, But, well, again, we got to see, because... Government, when you're dealing with government, they can sometimes, a lot of times, just change on a dime. So, who knows? But um, uh, I would tend to be more cautious than just blankly saying, oh, folks, easy from day one. Well, you sure about that? Because, uh, whatever. But uh, at least it's outdoors. But they're going to do what they're going to do. And, uh, hey, <laughs> if they think they can do it, uh, more power to them. And, uh Let's hope you don't get a bunch of people killed. Yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment. And uh, William, I can't bring you in. We got to close the show off. I got less than a minute. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL I podcast said episode. Oh, did you? Yeah, right. Okay, Charles was last. Yeah. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number four hundred and eighty-five. I'm your host, Chris Jones. Uh, we have played talk football, and that's what we like to do. Uh, yes, it's had some COVID in there. Yes, it had. We did talk very little about the XFL. We talked a little bit about anything. Uh, Thirty seconds left of the show. Say good night, Charles, real quick. Uh, good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Marco. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. And uh, William, round it out. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, by the way, one-year anniversary yesterday. I've been a non-smoker for a whole year. Wow. Congrats. Good job. George Floyd has been clean and sober for over a year, too.